Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Your host has one of those names that's difficult to pronounce. It's not Chaylene or Charlene. Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, it's pronounced Shaleen. So now, everyone, say it with me. Let's welcome your host, Shaleen Johnson. Do you ever like see people and you're not quite sure how to say their name or worse yet, you, you know you should know their name and you don't and you're like, what's up, girl? Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I'm like, oh, what's up, dude? Right? I mean, it's just the go-to. Dude, I'm so excited you're here. You're not offended that I called you dude, right? I call everybody dude. Once we're like on this level, I call my husband dude. I call my kids dude. I call my Black Lab Maui dude. And now I'm calling you dude. Because that's just how I refer to people when I, when I love you, when we get on that level. And today you get to meet one of my favorite dudes. <laughs> it's kind of funny saying that now that I'm looking at a picture of her. It's Natalie Jill. Now you might know her if you also listen to my podcast show called Build Your Tribe. Because Natalie is one of the leading experts in social media marketing. This girl has figured out how to build a brand in less than four years, transition herself out of corporate America, and figure out how to help hundreds of thousands of women and men, and in the process, build this incredibly loyal tribe of people who have transitioned onto a gluten-free lifestyle, and in the process, have learned how to be better human beings. Natalie's just one of those super cool people that you want to hate when you see her in social media. You're like, oh man, look at those abs. Look at that body. Look at that face. But she's so totally cool down to earth. She's over 40. She's a mom. She's a dude. And she's here to bust some myths about going gluten-free. What's up, Natalie Jill? Hello. How are you? Good. Today, I wanted to, because everyone's like, we need to understand more about a gluten-free diet. And I'm, I'm like getting bombarded with questions about going gluten-free and what does that mean? And I'm not the expert, but I'm like, I happen to know one. Yeah, no, that it's so funny because when I, I'm now I'm a celiac, which means I have mean? an autoimmune <laughs> disorder, which means my body doesn't digest or recognize gluten. So I didn't even know what gluten was, you know, 15 years ago. I, I had no idea. And I just knew I was really sick, had a lot of ongoing problems. And after numerous tests, I learned I had what was what's called celiac sprue. And your body basically attacks its immune system if you give it gluten. So that's my first intro. Um, this is before I was a sports nutritionist, before I really knew anything about food at all. Now, when you say that you, did you say you are a celiac sprue? It's called celiac okay. sprue. So we say you, you're a celiac or you have celiac. Celiac. And is this a disease or is it an allergy? Explain it for us. So it, it's an autoimmune disease or disorder, you can say, um, where you're, it, it's related to other autoimmune diseases. There's a lot of autoimmune diseases out there. Um, with gluten, some people have the autoimmune disease where they don't do well with gluten. They can't have it. And then there's also people that are allergic to it. That's mm -hmm. much more rare. And then there's people that are just intolerant to it. Mm. So being like lactose intolerant, where they just don't do well with gluten. How would someone know if they actually are celiac? The only way to truly know is to get tested. They, there was a couple ways. One, you have to have a blood test to know that you have a gene um, that can have this. So mm -hmm. if you don't even have the gene for it, you, you really can't get it. Mm -hmm. um, and the second thing is if you've already done damage to your stomach, if you're eating gluten and you 
typically you have these things in your stomach called villi, um, little fingers, and they would get blunted by eating gluten because your body's not digesting it and it's attacking that. And those go away. So an endoscopy where they put the tube down your throat and check your stomach is the way to confirm um, that you have that reaction in celiac. Can you share with us what are the most common forms of gluten? And then maybe if we can do a follow-up on things that people might be surprised to find have gluten in them. Yeah. And let me, I want to say this because this is really um, important to you. So gluten is the, is basically the protein found in wheat, rye, and barley. Mm-hmm. So anything that is white and processed pretty much you could think of is going to be that. So think of pasta, uh, crackers, cake, anything um, that is made that has wheat, rye, or barley as as an ingredient mm-hmm. is going to contain gluten. Mm-hmm. Now, what's what's interesting is when you look at eating a natural, unprocessed food diet. So if you just think like things that once grew, so fruit, vegetables, meats, um, even potatoes, those do not have gluten because mm-hmm. there's nothing there's nothing in there that has wheat, rye, or barley. Mm. So it's funny to me that years ago when I was first diagnosed with celiac and people would talk about gluten, I didn't know what it was. Nobody, nobody talked about it. Um, all I knew was to go eat these natural foods and I would avoid it. Mm-hmm. Now it's become this, this trend, you know, go on a gluten-free diet, eat these gluten-free foods, and all of these processed foods have popped mm. up. So these, um, you know, gluten-free brownies, gluten-free cookies, cakes, mm. whatever – those are not diet foods. <laughs> and, it. it's, and it's funny because people think, you know, should I eat gluten-free? And they automatically go to these processed foods, which is not helping anybody. I see. Yeah, that's, well, and that's just consumerism at its finest, like realizing there's a trend. And then, you know, I just think it's funny when you see things labeled like organic soap. Right. And you're like, you're really, you know, just like everyone jumps on a trend. So it's buyer beware. Now you said it's white things. So the first thing I flashed to was a loaf of brown wheat bread. Okay. So white or brown, I'll say white, brown, tan, yellow. Okay. <laughs> but any, any first, most processed foods, most okay. processed foods are going to contain some type of gluten. So when somebody says, you know, oh, I'm so overwhelmed, a gluten-free diet, this is so hard, it's in everything, the first thing I tell them is go on an unprocessed food diet because mm. as soon as you take out processed foods, you're pretty much getting rid of gluten. And this is where I'll, I've gotten into, gotten into arguments with other nutritionists before because they'll say a gluten-free diet's not healthy for everyone. And I say, yes, it is. Because if you do an unprocessed food diet and you're eating real natural foods, that's better for everybody. Right. It's better for everybody. Yeah. So, but yeah, a gluten-free processed diet, that can create weight gain and all kinds of problems. Now, what about Ezekiel bread? Not gluten-free. Um, now that's sprouted um, yes. wheat. So, so if somebody's sensitive to wheat, uh, they have an intolerance, they may do better with that. Okay. But if you have celiac, you would not be able to do that. Mm. So, girlfriend, are you telling me you can never eat bread? I can have gluten-free bread. How how do we find <laughs> gluten-free bread? Well, the the best now that then you would be getting into a processed food. Um, but you can make it yourself. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. There's almond flour. There's all types of things to get around it. Um, the, the problem that happens is when you take out wheat, rye and barley, you are getting rid of the fiber if you think about it that way. Mm-hmm. So um, if you are somebody that has, you know, you're dealing with insulin spikes or you um, ha- have a weight problem right now um, or you tend to get a lot of cravings, eating gluten-free white foods or processed foods may trigger more cravings and hunger. 
um, because you don't have that fiber in there and you're changing the glycemic index. There's a whole uh, host of things that goes on. So I, I say pretty much stay away from that. If you really want it as a treat, that's a different story. So you really want gluten-free bread. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So you know, like, okay, if I want to have this, I just have to look for a gluten-free option. That doesn't mean that now that I've discovered I'm gluten intolerant or that I have celiac, that now I am going to go to the uh, gluten-free section of the cake aisle and that, you know, I'll be well because I'm eating gluten-free No, you will gain weight and you'll be hungry and you'll get more cravings. So that's, that's not what I suggest. In fact, it's funny because I got in an argument. I, I try to not get in arguments on social media. I know better and I know you would tell me <laughs> don't do that. But I, I actually did last night on, on my YouTube video because I had a YouTube video on um, the, what gluten-free is and how that relates to a processed food diet and, and what that what that is. And a guy jumped on and was saying that, you know, I'm the only celiac he's ever seen that's not overly skinny and pale and unhealthy. And I said, you, I don't know where this information came from, but mm-hmm. that's just not the case. If you're eating an unprocessed natural food diet, that is a very balanced diet and mm-hmm. you are can be more healthy than anybody. So celiacs that do it right, um, they can live a very long life and be extremely healthy and be completely symptom-free. I bet it was some executive from Wheat Thins. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Just kidding. Hey, so when we think about, um, you know, trying to figure out if we are gluten intolerant or have an allergy or an insensitivity, what are some of the symptoms? Yeah, that's that's good. The biggest one is bloating. Um, women that complain, especially women, they, they say, I'm so bloated all the time. Every time I eat, I'm bloated. I'm bloated. If it's not um, directly related to hormones in that time of month, um, you know, there's there's a few triggers and gluten tends to be a big one, um, just like lactose would be with some people. So being intolerant or having an intolerance of something doesn't mean you can never have it. It's just, it's going to create those symptoms and it's not comfortable. So when we're bloated, is that a distended stomach or are you saying like, are you going to feel gassy? Yes, that where you feel like like the gassy, bloated, just big stomach, feeling really uncomfortable um, after you eat that. It could definitely. Also, stomach aches. You know, I know before I was diagnosed with celiac, I used to have horrible stomach aches every time I ate, and I couldn't figure it out. Hmm. Um, and it was my body didn't digest gluten; it was just sitting there. It didn't work well. Also, swollen. If if it's celiac, um, swollen lymph nodes, um, joint pain. There's there's a whole bunch of problems that can go on because your immune system is under attack. So you start. Start getting all kinds of symptoms. Um, if it's an intolerance, though, it's usually just an un- un- discomfort, stomach, and bloating, that type of thing, mm. typically. Now, you said um, swelling and, and joint pain. So is there some inflammation that goes on when people... Yes, you'll definitely okay. get inflammation. And joint pain is less common with celiacs. Sometimes it can be. That's more of like a... You could have that with rheumatoid arthritis, which is another autoimmune. But um, any... Um, Gluten is actually recommended to not be on anyone's diet with an, any auto mm. um, immune because you want to eliminate anything you could have a response like that to. Um, but yes, you could definitely get swelling and joint pain, and the swollen lymph nodes is a big one. And, and sores, canker people they get canker sores in their mouths all the time. Wow, um, cold sores that a lot of times could be caused from the gluten. Now I have. Um friends who say, you know, well, uh, I don't know if I'm gluten insensitive or I don't know if I have um, inflammation, but how do how does somebody who's not sure, what, what does that feel like when you're talking about joint inflammation? Um, pain, pain in your hands or they just feel like they're swollen um, even. But, but here's the, here's my thing. It's really important if people don't feel well any mm-hmm. at all, um, mm-hmm. 
you got to look at your diet first, obviously. And my, that's why on all my, um, like my seven day jumpstart program, I think about that. I take out all allergens for this reason, because as soon as you take out, um, allergens and you get back to a natural food diet, it's amazing how many symptoms start to go away. So anyone that says, I don't feel well after I eat, or this is going on. I, the first thing I'm going to say is let's clean up your diet and go to an unprocessed food diet because typically symptoms start to go away and you start to relate it to foods that you're eating. Is that the train coming to pick you up? I, I live right <laughs> by the train station. You, <laughs> it but comes you every hour. The, be honest, you live right by the beach. <laughs> That's gorgeous. So um, let me ask you this. If people don't feel well and I need to take, I need to fix my diet and I, everything sounds like it's bad for me now. I'm like afraid to know what to eat. How does somebody take out just like, okay, let's say this. If I have to take out one thing, should it be gluten first? Is that what you believe? No, I actually don't believe in saying take out anything. I say mm. add, eat, focus on eating real, natural, mm. unprocessed foods, things that once oh. grew or had a mom. That's I what love I that perspective. So rather than saying, here's what you can eat, you say, here's what I want you to eat. Yeah. And just like you would with exercise, like you would tell somebody first, just start moving. Yeah. You wouldn't say stop doing this. You'd say mm-hmm. start moving. So I say you start that you put more of the good stuff in and you start. And the other thing I'll tell people is read labels mm-hmm. because unprocessed food, there is no label. It's an apple. It's, it's something that's just there. Mm-hmm. But if you start to look at packaged food or things you're picking up and you read labels and you can't define the words on it, that's a problem right there because it's, it's gluten is usually hidden in a lot of that. But aside from that, you've got artificial things. You've got a lot of things that could be triggering responses. But when you go to just a natural food, you say, I'm just going to eat foods that I can pronounce ingredients and that once grew, you're pretty much eliminating gluten at that point. Now, tell us a little bit about how your energy, your, your physique, your, um, your wellness changed and the wellness of the people who you've helped adopt this style, this lifestyle. How has that changed from when you were consuming a diet with gluten? Yeah. So I used to just, this is, you know, 15 years ago before I had celiac, I would, I would eat what I thought was healthy. And that was the time of the fat-free fake foods. Mm -hmm. So I would eat a lot of the, the fat-free fake foods and my stomach would always hurt. And I remember I went to the gastroenterologist before they even tested me for celiac. They never used to even look for that. Um, and he said, you know what, just take out fruits and vegetables for a while and just stick to like pasta and bread, just see if your stomach feels better. And I got so super sick. Um, so I learned from an, by accident the importance of eating a natural foods diet, you know, just eating healthy. And when I saw what that did to me, not only did it change my symptoms from celiac, but just overall, everything started to change. I started to feel better um, and everything. And then um, you know, fast forward years later, I go, I'm, I'm married and have a, have pregnant and gain a lot of weight. And during that time I was craving and eating lots of gluten-free processed foods, you know, mm. cause I wanted, I wanted all the, the pancakes and the <laughs> everything. So I, really saw a relationship after that when I had I gained a lot of weight and I, and I was depressed and couldn't lose it. I really correlated it to I'm eating this gluten-free processed junk right now mm. and it makes a difference. So when I created um, my first uh, diet plan for people, seven day jumpstart, I, that was the first thing I took out. I'm like, I have to take out gluten, not because of gluten-free trend, but because that eliminates processed food. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just amazing how people's bodies change and and but yet it's not just as you've said eating gluten-free it's it's eating whole it's eating healthy and and I I mean your physique is amazing and I I, you every time I'm around you I know you won't be embarrassed to hear this you're always eating 
Oh, I always eat. You know, and I love that because I think people assume that if they are to stay super lean and have a physique like yours and you're a mom and you're over 40 and you've got great abs and you don't starve yourself. No, I eat plenty of carbs. I eat plenty and I'm not regimented, but I eat plenty of food. It's just my my thing is how many fruits and vegetables can I get in in a day because Mm -hmm. it's so healthy for us. Why, why um, Why has fruit suddenly got such a bad rap? Bad information. Fruits ama- fruit fruit is so amazing for people, and they what happens is people will say, "Oh, it's sugar." Um, so, but listen, nobody ever became obese eating too many apples and carrots. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's just I eat so much fruit, and I eat it in front of people so they can see I eat lots of fruit. Oh, it, fruit's great for you. I'm glad you said that because I I literally this is truth. I I listened to a podcast two days ago, and I. It was like, oh no, my whole morning is fruit. Maybe I should take fruit out. And I just like, <laughs> my intuition tells me that's wrong, but no, he said to do it. Neat. I mean, if you look at even, if you really want to get, get into it, you look at somebody that has um, really serious um, illnesses. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of research behind the benefits of fruit and vegetables and how it helps um, create an alkaline environment and change that. I mean, there's there's so many stories on that. By taking out things that are grown um, because we think it's going to make us overweight, that's that's ludicrous. What makes us overweight is eating processed food and being lazy and not, or I'm not, and I'm not saying there's plenty of people that have things aside from that, but what is creating this obesity epidemic are people that are not moving and are, mm. are not, and are, are going, when I say lazy, I don't mean lazy, not mm-hmm. like not wanting, but lazy, right. like they want to sit instead of walk or drive right. instead of bike um, and eating this processed food diet. When you take those things out, things change for people. Yeah. Um, it just does. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to ask the question on behalf of our listeners. I know they want to know, what did you have for breakfast? What do you normally have for breakfast? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so what I, what I have, I have the same thing most mornings because I'm, I'm, I get into my habits and I love mm-hmm. it. So like this morning I, I use my Vitamix, my big blender. Yep. And I have, I, I keep frozen organic fruit in my freezer. Um, and so I have patea. Have you heard of that? The dragon no. fruit. It's bright oh, pink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I take one of those, uh, a dragon fruit, the okay. bright pink patea, um, frozen, a handful of like berries, a half a banana. Um, what else did I put in this morning? I put um, frozen peaches mm-hmm. and then I put a scoop of vanilla natural whey protein mm-hmm. and I blended it up. And I took that with me in a blender cup. And then I there's a kind of toast. I'm giving them a shameless plug here. But um, it's called Food for Life mm-hmm. um, that's gluten-free. Ah. There's a raisin pecan kind. So it is gluten-free. It is Yes, that's technically processed. But I know every ingredient in there. Do you and order I, that online? No, you can get it at um, Whole Foods or okay. any natural store. I toast it and I put coconut butter on it. Ooh. That was my <laughs> So that's my breakfast every day. It's a lot of food and it's yummy and it fills me up and... Oh my gosh. Okay. I love it. And so then uh, what time do you eat that? Um, I don't know, six, seven o'clock, somewhere in there. Okay. And then what's for lunch? And is there a snack before lunch? You know, I'm always kind of grabbing fruits and vegetables if I want Mm -hmm. them. Um, But then lunch could be anything. Usually it's some type of big salad with um, some sort of protein, fish or chicken and lots of, I I am a huge fan of fats. So I'll use avocado, I'll use olive oil, or I'll use real coconut oil. I use lots of real dressings, things like that. I do not um, avoid fat at all. Love it. And you are super lean. So, I mean, there's the lesson. There's a difference in fats. I mean, there's healthy fat and then there's unhealthy fat. Now, when you, um, I swear, I swear I once saw you eating 
raw radishes. Is this a yeah, thing? I love them. Oh my gosh, who does that? Do I you know, really? Isn't that weird? Is that a I, normal yeah. thing? So <laughs> I think the more you eat natural foods too, you start really getting in touch with cravings and what I'll crave weird things. I crave like parsley sometimes, weird oh my things. Gosh, I but do. I just listen to it and I love um I love um yeah, I love radishes and parsley and celery and cilantro. I'll eat it but from the bag. So it's just something I like and it I you know. that's you know, it, it is interesting. You do begin to crave things. I crave things now that in the past I would have gagged on. <laughs> you know, and now I'm like, oh man, I'm so hungry for fill in the blank. And it, it's usually something that up until like my mid thirties, I would have picked out of my salad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's not like I hate olives, and I will never touch an olive. They're just they're okay. So you're not vegetarian? Definitely not vegetarian. I, I would say it's funny though because I say I use the term plant based mm-hmm. because not because I'm vegan or vegetarian at all, but I I am heavy on plant food. I okay. love fruits and vegetables, and they're so filling. Yes, I just want I want a big bowl. Yeah. You know, I hate going to those restaurants where you're like, are you kidding me? My entree is the size of a quarter. Yeah. So now what's for dinner? Um, I don't know yet, but I, (laughs) it'll be some sort of protein and lots of fruits and vegetables, I'm sure again. And I do eat, I just want to, I do eat white rice. I do eat potatoes. I eat all of those. white rice. Yes. I do not do brown rice personally. I do white rice. Okay. But I thought white was on the bad list. No, because there's, that's the thing. Nothing Ah. that once grew is on the bad list. Ah, there's no bad list. And for me, I prefer white um, mm. because it's in and out quickly. I just I don't want things lingering and hanging around. Wow. You heard it here first. That's yeah. awesome. OK, yeah. now you have a daughter and she's how old? Seven. Seven. And she probably has her own fan club because she is hysterical. <laughs> right. I yeah, mean, she's so right. funny. Um, how have you been able to help her be healthy and make the right food choices without giving her food issues? Yeah. You know, that's and that's hard. And people ask me that all the time with kids. And I I do not micromanage her food at all. I mm-hmm. let her be very involved with picking and, and going to the store and deciding what we're having. And I let her choose. She knows how much I want natural food. So mm-hmm. that's my whole thing with her is that we just want to stay as close to natural as possible. Mm-hmm. So I don't say no to her at parties or anything like that. But mm-hmm. if she wants an Oreo, for instance, we're going to get the natural variety at, at Whole Foods or, Good. you know, I just stick to that. But I don't make her eat specific things or not. Um, also, it's a little bit of a unique situation because she's got randomly a nut allergy mm. to all nuts. So I, because she's already dealing with that, I don't want to create more food things with her. Yeah. and th- But which also has probably helped her to become aware of labels and aware of what she's eating. Yes, very. I'm not going to say I'm a perfect parent or that you, anyone should model what I'm doing. I just want to share what's worked for us. And I have now teenagers who I can't even believe how great their eating habits are. I don't think my son has ever had a soda. Not that I've ever seen him have a soda in the last uh, 10 years. But I never had rules. Like if they wanted to buy Twinkies, fine, buy them. If you want to eat, fine. just make decisions. But I always... Um, I always talked about the way food made me feel and we talked in terms of health and never in terms of gaining weight or losing weight, but just feeling good. And it's worked in my house. I'm not saying that it's going to work for everybody, but I've never put restrictions on them with regard to food, but they have turned into advocates for healthy food very much on their own. And I, and I agree with that because I, I have plenty of friends and I've worked with clients too that, you know, they had so many restrictions mm-hmm. as a kid that they almost, they rebel and they have weight issues or it just creates issues later if they're not making their own decisions and learning on their own about that. 
Now, I want to ask you, what's the toughest thing for people to to find a substitute for or to give up when they're choosing to try this lifestyle? So it's, I always, there's always the two kinds of people you can divide into categories and it's the excuses or solutions people. And, um, you know, I think half the people that can't have gluten, it's like, they don't even care. It's just, it's easy. Mm -hmm. You just, you make it work. It's, it's a non-issue. Um, and the other people, they want to, they wallow in it and it's Mm -hmm. the end of the world and (laughs) everything's horrible. It's, it's really not an issue if you stick to real natural foods. I think when you say that what's the hardest thing to give up, for me, it's not a particular food. Um, what what I think is the hardest is trying to to navigate your way at a dinner party or at a restaurant without feeling like everyone thinks you're high maintenance mm. or or you know it, it can get uncomfortable because you don't want to be that person saying, "Hey, can I have you know what's in this? I don't want to get sick." <laughs> so that would be the hardest part. Perfect. I love this. I love this idea. So share with us how you've been able to do that and not come across as the picky weirdo. So I, what I typically do, like if I'm at a restaurant, I, I try to find something on the menu that looks like it's pretty much gluten-free first. Mm-hmm. And then I say it very quietly to the waiter. <laughs> hey, um, do you mind checking? I, you know, I have a celiac. I can't, I just want to make sure there's no gluten in this. And what always kills me is when the chef or somebody comes out and they're like, hi, can we talk to the gluten-free person at no. the table? Oh, no. And then I want to, or, you know, or my boyfriend says, she's a celiac. She, and I'm like, no, I'm trying to be quiet here. <laughs> so for me, I, you know, it, everybody else makes a bigger issue than it actually is. I just try to pick what I think makes sense. And then I just say it quietly. Um, I think it's a little bit more awkward being at someone's house yes. or dinner party. That is that's just been uncomfortable for me. I don't know that I have a workaround other than you just have to be honest with people mm-hmm. because it's your health. Now so. you have a disease. So let's just say that I'm, um, I am gluten intolerant mm-hmm. and I go to a dinner party. And I'm like, I just don't feel like making an issue of this right now. For, for you, the consequences are far worse than yes, someone I'll who's be trying to. Weeks. Okay. So, so for me, I just might be bloated and gassy. And, and I think what you're trying to tell us is, you know, you just have to decide, you know, if you're just intolerant, how much do you need to eat of it? And do you need to make that big, big of a deal? Because um, you're really trying to eliminate, not completely, but at least reduce as much as possible. Yeah, I don't want the attention on it either. And was, was thing, I always put things in order of, of priority too. Like mm. I, I look at my daughter, like nut allergy is a lot, you could die from a nut allergy. That's mm-hmm. a lot worse than being sick from celiac even for two weeks. So mm-hmm. to me, it's like I pick kind of my priority. Like I want to mm-hmm. know that there's no, none of this there, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to be like, give them my list. Like I can't have gluten and she can't have nuts. And that it, it just, it's just, yeah. it's awkward. So if you're going to a dinner party, bring your own meal, bring mm-hmm. something as a, like say, Hey, I'm bringing this for everybody ah. that you know is gluten free and safe. That kind of covers it. And if you yeah. just eat that, that's perfect. Okay. What you just said is really important. You said, bring your own meal. And I, immediately thought of how offended I would be if I had a dinner party and someone walked in with their own plate. Not offended. What if they brought a dish? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like bring a dish and then, you know, you just happen to spend all your time in your own dish. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's awesome. Now, um, if just rattle off some things that if I'm at a restaurant and I order this pretty much, I'm 90% certain I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Um, like what? Uh, what? What? Okay, so you can get a salad with no croutons and mm-hmm. no dressing, pretty right. much. I mean, obviously that's going to be fine. Um, you can any steamed vegetables, any you can use any oil. So you could say, I just want vegetables with with oil, but no mm-hmm. or butter, but no um, no sauces. So I would say mm-hmm. stay away from sauces because okay. you don't know sauces um, and dressings. Um, you can bake potatoes, totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, French fries are t- typically even French fries are typically fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people get worried about cross contamination. Let me just touch on that real quick. Um, if you're allergic to something like highly allergic 
allergic, like you'll go into anaphylactic shock. Yeah, cross-contamination would be a bigger deal. For celiacs, cross-contamination usually is more somebody's thought in their mind than reality because it would be really hard because your French fry touched oil that was something else to get sick. Right. So, or if you take meat off of bread to get sick, but that's, that's the personal preference on some, I don't, I don't personally worry about that so much. So most foods, um, if they don't have the sauce or the obvious like bread and pasta are going to be fine. Um, you also can, restaurants have gotten really good now about having a gluten-free menu. So that Mm. you can always ask, do you have a gluten-free menu? Nice. These are great tips. I love it. Um, now, where can people find out more about how to adopt this lifestyle? Yeah. Uh, well, on my website, uh, nataliejillfitness.com, I have tons of gluten-free resources and information, but I also have a free gluten-free guide that I'll give you the link, uh, Shalane, so you okay. got that to share that helps people with how to go gluten-free and what it is and a list of foods and all of that. And if, um, it's just my website, nataliejillfitness.com forward slash GFG, but I'll send G- you that link. GFG, standing for gluten-free guide. Yeah. Love it. Okay. And in that, I can expect to um, find a a complete list of foods that I can trust are gluten-free. Yeah. It's just, it'll help with everything to know Mm. what gluten-free is, what celiac is, um, how I was diagnosed with celiac. So Mm. if you think you might have that or someone you know might, um, it'll help you with that too. But if I just know I'm intolerant to this, do I really need to go through the steps of being tested for celiac? Do you suggest people do that? No. And in fact, I don't know that anyone really needs to be tested. If you know you feel better without it, stop having it. It's just like saying, I feel like crap every time I drink too much beer. Well, guess what? Stop drinking so much beer. Just Uh, just, just stop eating it. Why are we so dumb sometimes? (laughs) It's true. I love it. Okay. Well, that's great. And I I really appreciate you sharing that guide with us. So that was nataliejillfitness.com. And of course, if you're in your car, you'll be able to go to my show notes, which are found at shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. And Natalie, can we include some pictures of what you look like before? Um, yeah, even cool. before I had celiac or before I had, when just I just like before I, you, what, what you look like when you were eating all these processed foods oh, and, I ate my and what you look like today. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Cause it's just inspirational for people. Yeah. I think you, you know, to, to, I love hearing the foods that you eat and how you've been able to work this into a lifestyle that I always say it's, it's important to be a selective eater. Um, but it's it sucks when people are so caught up and uptight about their nutrition that they're hard to be around. It's very annoying. And that's what I, yeah. I've always, uh, and you know, I feel sad sometimes when somebody that's newly diagnosed with celiac or is gluten intolerant or whatever, and they, they feel so overwhelmed. And I'm thinking mm. like, it's, it's really not a big deal. You just have to like step back and just think natural foods. And yeah, because nobody else wants to hear about it. They just don't. And it just, Really, it's people creating more of an issue to themselves than it really is. I mean, to, they're making a bigger issue than what it is. And I, I'm, that sounds very black and white and harsh to me, but it's just how I feel. And I feel strong, especially being myself a celiac and having mm-hmm. a daughter with a nut allergy. I feel like we have every reason in the world to be the crazy people out mm-hmm. ordering food. And I, I just insist on not being that because it's just you got mm-hmm. everyone's got dealt cards they have to deal with. And it's this is the least if you're going to pick problems to mm-hmm. have in the world. This is really a minor one. I love it. Are you from New York originally? Uh, close, D.C. I, <laughs> so, I got the I, same attitude. I love it, though. That's really that is who you are. You're like this. This is how it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it like me or don't like me, I'm going to speak my truth. And I have to tell you, if you aren't already, make sure you follow Natalie everywhere. She's a wealth of information for people who are wanting to change their bodies, transform. Her YouTube channel is just ridiculous. It's so good. 
Pinterest, hello. If you haven't listened to the episode I did with Natalie on Build Your Tribe, her pin, her Pinterest episode continues to be the most popular, if not one or two most popular of all time because her Pinterest, um, do you call it channel, Pinterest Pope. Yeah. I, oh, and I have gluten-free boards on Pinterest with Yay. tons of recipes. How did we forget to tell them? Lots of recipes. I just realized that. I love it. Oh, tons of them. Free recipes there. But I also love that you've helped so many people figure out how to develop their own brand and to learn how it is you've transitioned from, you know, working in corporate America to living your purpose and making a career from it that's extremely rewarding. So it does go far beyond, and that's our connection. It goes far beyond nutrition and fitness with both of us. It's it's helping other people do whatever you want to do, you know, just yes. live, live this great grand life and just keep helping other people and it comes back to you and you are a true testament to that, girlfriend. Thank you. All right, I love you. Talk to you Thank soon. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Hi. Thanks for listening, lifers. Shalene invites you to join her for her free coaching program designed to help you get organized, productive, and laser-focused on what really matters. To sign up for a free video coaching program, please visit 30daypush.com. And hello. Don't forget to subscribe. Until we speak again, I love you. I mean it.